You're listening to Everlasting Fruit with B. Charles. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage you to seek God daily. It's about learning to be intentional in our walk with the Lord by remaining rooted in Christ. It's about reading to know and love God's word. It's about producing fruit that brings glory to God. It's a journey of growth and everlasting fruitfulness. Join me weekly so that together we can draw encouragement from the word of God. I pray that the Lord will use this podcast to move you to seek him daily for every day and for every area of your lives. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Everlasting Fruit. Last week, we got into the invisible covering that the Lord places on us for our protection and concealing and the consequences of us stepping out of that covering. In today's episode, we are looking at what happens when the Lord allows for that covering to be lifted or penetrated in some form of way. If you know of the hedge of protection, then you know we are going to look at a very interesting man of God, Job. He was a man of complete integrity. That is a description coming from the one who searches the deepest thoughts and hidden intentions in our hearts. And I pray that such a description will be true for those who fear the Lord. I'm sure that there are people who are, or there are people out there who have some form of integrity, but to have complete integrity, now that's amazing. So what is integrity? It is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, at least according to Google. And we're going to go with that. I love the book of Job because it demonstrates the sovereignty of God the ways of the devil, and the frailty of man. We always feel like we are in control of our lives, like we are masters of our destinies. However, Job chapters one and two would demonstrate to us that we're not in control of anything at all. There is a creator who controls all things. There is a limitation that God has placed on us and other forces for us to be what we are, to go through what we do and to survive daily. Of course, we respond obediently or disobediently and that's on us. So Job is further described as one who feared the Lord and turned away from evil. Those who do evil do not fear God. It makes it clear. Someone may say, I fear God, but there are times when I disobey. Well, if we look at it closely, that's because in that moment, your fear of something else is greater than the fear you have for God. Job was also concerned about doing what was right and that his children would know that there was one who judged even intimate things in our hearts. So he was always praying for his family, praying for his children, praying for their well-being. And in the book of Job, we are shown an interaction between the Lord and Satan in chapter one, verses eight. God was beaming about Job. He stated, have you considered my servant Job? 
No one on earth is like him, a man of perfect integrity who fears God and turns away from evil. And then the devil answered in verses 9 to 11. Does Job fear you for nothing? Haven't you placed a hedge around him, his household, and everything he owns? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But stretch out your hand and strike everything he owns, and he will surely curse you to your face. Isn't the devil just cunning and devious? Like even in front of God, like he's just so scheming and evil. To put it simply, the devil is telling God like, why won't Job bless you when you have made him fruitful? You have blessed him. The man is rich. Why won't he worship you? You have put a protective covering over him that I have no access to deal with him. And I'm telling you, ladies, don't let the devil be right about you. Do not worship God because of the benefits you receive from him. Worship God because he is God and your life depends on it. God told him what he could and could not do. And that is the devil. God told the devil what he could and could not do. But guess what? The devil still struck Job with calamity after calamity, after calamity. But Job still blessed the Lord. And you can see that in chapters one and two of Job, that interaction between God and the devil. The devil was roaming around. And when the devil was like, okay, you can strike him. The devil did not show Job mercy. Like he literally took everything in one go. So it was calamity after calamity after calamity but Job still blessed the Lord. A lot of us, after one issue, not even calamity, (laughs) just one issue, we are done. But Job was losing everything in one go, and he still praised God. This man understood something that our generation has a difficult time understanding, and that is everything belongs to God including your children, your life, your well-being, and that thing that you know that you worked very hard to achieve and it seems like you sweated, you bled for it, that thing, it also belongs to God. With this, God then told Satan, see, you took everything from him and his integrity remains. But the devil was like, that was not enough. (laughs) John 10 10 does not lie like he literally comes (laughs) to take it all this is what the devil is saying the devil's telling God he still has his health if you take that away he will curse you God permitted the devil but stopped him from taking Job's life because as we are aware the thief he comes to steal to kill and to destroy He had at this point taken or even stolen. He had killed. His aim was to destroy Job and his faith and reliance in God. So he attacked Job's wealth and body. Yet Job stood up for God and his integrity remained. And Job 
did not sin as it states. And we know that even when Job was praising the Lord, like it was too much for his wife. His wife was like, no, like curse God. Like this is too much, curse God. And Job was like, no, like should God only give us? Like, no, like God has the authority. He has that sovereignty to be able to do whatever it is that he wanted. And so God, Job did not sin in this instant. So when we continue on from last episode, this clearly demonstrates that God covers us. He shields us from the devil's attacks. He protects us and all that is ours. He protects our health and he keeps us from, you know, going out in the bounds of, you know, being prey to you know, the, the, the works of this world, the works of the devil. However, there are times when calamity will strike, whether he allows it or it happens because of our folly or disobedience, we must remain committed to him. We must remain in his will because we just do not know what is at the end of the storm or the struggle. There might not be anything else at the end of it, but we can be sure that he will provide what we need, even in the difficult times. He will see to it that he provides the strength that is required in those trying moments. But I remind you that Job did not step out of that covering on his own. Even in the calamity, the Lord protected him and preserved his life. But beware of independently walking out of the Lord's protective covering because the devil is ruthless. His aim is to destroy you and populate hell. His aim is to make sure that he makes your life so gruesome, so difficult that you blame all of those happenings on God so that you can lose faith and reject God and live a disobedient life trying to get better, trying to have things that you feel like the Lord is not giving you. And by rejecting God, the devil is gaining a son and a companion for hell. If you remember, the devil was roaming around. And in 1 Peter 5 verse 8, it states that he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for whom to devour. So that is his way. He is prowling around looking for whom to destroy, whom to kill, whom to take. So do not come out of your hedge of protection. Don't even peek out. Cling to the Lord. Remain in the Lord. Be alert and be sober so that you aren't caught off guard. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Like being sober-minded is, is really important. Because when you're sober, you can listen to the convictions of the Holy Spirit. Like when you're about to step out of that covering, when you're about to, you know, sin, you know, do something bad, do something that you're not supposed to. The Holy Spirit will warn you. But if you're not sober, 
and you're distracted and so many things are going around, if you're not alert, you will miss that warning. You will ignore it. And then you'll be caught off guard. And the devourer will be ready for you. But let's look at a situation with King David. He did something that the Lord did not sanction. It was brought to his attention and he repented knowing that there would be consequences. The Lord gave him three choices. I'm going to read 1 Chronicles chapter 21 verses 1 to 4 and also verses 7 to 13. It reads thus. Then Satan stood against Israel and incited David to number Israel. So David said to Joab, the commanders of the army, go number Israel. This is taking a census from Beersheba to Dan and bring me a report that I may know their number. This is not something that God wanted David to do or God asked David to do. Because remember, these are his people. And if God wanted him to do it, God would have instructed him. So David was doing this because Satan incited him. But Joab said, may the Lord add to his people a hundred times as many as they are. Are they not my Lord, the king, all of them, my Lord's servants? Why then should my Lord require this? Why should it be a cause of guilt for Israel? But the king's word prevailed against Joab. Like, I love this interaction because it it clearly demonstrates that whenever we are making decisions that are leading us away or out of the will of God, that are causing us to sin against the Lord, we always have that moment where a voice of reason comes about to to steer us to the path that pleases the Lord. Because, and, and in this, in this moment, Joab is telling him, do not sin. Like these people are your people. Like you don't need to know how many they are. Like, please don't bring guilt upon us because Joab knew like, this is not the Lord's will. This is not what the Lord asked you to do. Like you're doing this out of just, you know, pride, wanting to know how many people you have, um, under your, your, your rule. But again, it said, but the king's word prevailed against Joab. But God was displeased with this thing and he struck Israel. And David said to God, I have sinned greatly in that I have done this thing, but now please take away the iniquity of your servant for I have acted very foolishly. And the Lord spoke to God. This is, um, the priest, God, G-A-D, David Seer saying, go and say to David, thus says the Lord, three things I offer you, choose one of them that I may do it to you. So God gave him a choice of what he was going to do to him. So God came, uh, God, this is uh, the seer, came to David and said to him, thus says the Lord, choose what you will, either three years of famine or three months of devastation by your falls while the sword of your enemies overtakes you, or else three days of the sword of the Lord, pestilence on the land with the angel of the Lord destroying throughout the territory of Israel. 
Now decide what answer I shall return to him who sent me. Then David said to God, I am in great distress. Let me fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercy is very great. But do not let me fall into the hand of man. David knew the heart of the one whom he served. His answer is amazing. He said he would rather fall into the hands of the Lord because his mercy is great, but may I never fall into human hands. David knew that even in his wrath, the Lord still shows mercy. When he exacts punishment for our disobedience, he is still merciful and true to his word. We see here where David was being punished for disobedience after the devil incited him to take a census that the Lord did not ask him to. Then we see Job having no idea of the interaction between God and Satan, yet still sides with God, still believes that God has every right to do what he did if he so needed to. In the rest of the chapters, we see how Job laments, how he speaks to God and argues with his friends. He laments because he doesn't understand why this happened to him. In fact, he felt this shouldn't have been happening to him. His friends were convinced that for such a terrible thing to happen to him, he must have sinned against God and was just being punished. With Job defending his innocence, God provided an answer through his questioning. Job wanted to know why this happened to him. Instead, God asked Job a series of questions that through that questioning, Job was able to see like, I am dealing with a sovereign God. Like God is amazing. God is great. God has every right to do what he pleases. And that was an answer for Job. The book of Job changed how I viewed God. I used to interact with God like like he was a genie. I used to pray or just interact with him in a give me, heal me, bless me type of interaction. But now I know that you can be a Christian and fall sick and God never heals you from it. You can be a Christian and poor and pray for riches. And in your lifetime, you never escape from the grips of poverty. You can be single and pray for marriage and it never comes. You can pray for the fruit of the womb and never get to conceive. That doesn't mean that you sinned and are being punished for something you did or your ancestors did. It does not mean that your village people or evil people are actively working against you. You could have been created to just serve God in your lifetime as a poor person with a disability or mental health challenges. You could have been created to you know, to just serve God with a sickness that doesn't go away or as a single woman or as a married woman with no biological children. But that still doesn't change the fact that your life is for God's glory. That doesn't mean he created you any less. He knew you and wanted you to be born. Your life has purpose, no matter what your life looks like or what challenges come your way. And I pray that you submit yourselves to the Lord and allow him to do a work in you that will produce fruit for eternal glory. And at the end of the chapter, and that is in the book of Job, we see that Job grew in his understanding of God. Like, how is it that this man of perfect integrity still could have grown in his understanding of God? 
Even though he believed that all things belong to the Lord, when the pain of his suffering persisted, Job lamented to God about his innocence. We learn in the book of Job that not all suffering can be avoided. We also learn that the righteous can go through spiritual attacks, can go through suffering, calamity, and it is not a result of sin. There isn't always a correlation between bad circumstances and sin. We also see this demonstrated in John chapter 9, verse 1 to 3, and where Jesus was asked who had sinned for the man to be born blind. Jesus answered that no one had sinned. It happened so that God's work might be displayed in him. There are evil circumstances that the Lord uses for good and for his glory. If you become a Christian because you thought you would be exempt from suffering, you were misled. And I am sorry. Because of your association with Jesus, not only will you be persecuted, but you will go through trials. You will go through some issues in life and they will challenge you. They will test you and they will strengthen you. But you have Jesus in you and he will be your strength. You are living in a fallen world. The Lord may protect you from the evils of this world, but there are other circumstances that you will have to face because the Lord intends for them to happen for his will, for his glory. We may not understand why, but if we are created for his glory, then why not? In this episode, We got to see the story of Job where the covering was lifted, where bad things happened to him at no fault of his own. Then we also saw with King David, bad things happened to him and his people because of listening to the devil's suggestions. Take note that David's commander tried to bring him to reason, but he rejected it and there were consequences. So let's remember that we are covered. Fear the Lord. Be a woman of integrity. Pray for those who are going through trials and temptations. Do not rejoice when calamity strikes an individual. Pray for them. Be there to comfort them and remind them that the Lord is still good, even when it doesn't look like it. And lastly, always have this in mind. Everything that you are and have belongs to the Lord and be ready to submit when the Lord intends to use it for his glory in whatever capacity. This week, go before the Lord and let him know that you need his covering. That like Job May he remove the scales on your eyes so that you may see him clearly. Because a lot of us Christians, we interact with God and we have not seen him clearly. And like Job, at at the end of the chapters, you see that he tells the Lord, now I see you clearly. Now I know you better. And the reason why I post these episodes It's so that you may read the word of God, that you may get to come to know the Lord better each and every day, that there is progress in the knowledge of the Lord, that you will grow in understanding who God is so that when a time comes where the devil is roaming around and he wants to try you, you will remain 
in that perfect integrity. You will remain in the fear of the Lord. You will remain submitted to the Lord. So go before the Lord and let him know that, Father, I need your covering. In fact, thank him for that hedge of protection that he has around us that keeps us from the arrows of the enemy, from the hands of the enemy, that keeps us protected from the things that we shouldn't have to deal with, that the Lord is not, he he doesn't want us to deal with. That keeps us connected to the Lord. Anyway, ladies, that is the end of this episode. I pray that this episode was able to show you that not all suffering is of bad deeds. I hope you can see that just because you are suffering, it does not mean that the Lord has abandoned you. God is good at all times, in all things, and in every circumstance. So if you want to reach me, feel free to send me an email at everlasting.fruit8 at gmail.com. So that's everlasting.fruit8 at gmail.com. Please leave a rating and review and don't forget to share with others. Until the next time, God bless.